Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jamal MC Show. Today we're doing things a little bit different, and it's the first of many international conversations. Today I have Hefe Pioneer, a good friend of mine, and I consider him a brother. Enjoy. All right, peoples, what's going on? Um, I got a very special guest with me here. My boy, my brother, um, one of my best Black. friends, uh, Black, a.k.a. Hefe Pioneer. I usually call him the fridge man, but we'll get to that story. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, bro? How you going? How's everything with you? Oh, good, family. What's the word? What is the word? Yeah, everything Ooh. good, man. Everything good. Um, we're here, first international show. It's a blessing. Um, I'm glad that you're on here with me, bro. Um, Thank you for having me. So you know the premise of the show. Basically, you know, we talk about interesting individuals and their story in hopes to inspire others. All right. So my first question would be like, you know, it would be like a conversation. So like we say whatever we want to say. Um, I'll just ask you a few questions just so we get the ball rolling. So, like, where right. are you from um, and where were you born? And just a little bit of backstory about yourself. Uh, well, first off, again, thank you for having me, for real, for real, geez. Uh, born and raised East Flatbush 40s, Brooklyn, New York, 11203. Uh, raised on uh, Schenectady Avenue. Really raised in the whole 40s, but Schenectady. Um... Connect the eye. And then um I spent summers in my upbringing in the Bahamas, two four two. And um in Nassau, Bahamas to be specific. And then as I got older, family moved to Texas. So that I had time out here, uh in San Antonio as well. But mm-hmm. Some three places for sure molded me to who I am now. Okay. So, like, what was life like in Brooklyn, being raised up in Brooklyn? Love. Just um, Caribbean. Like a Caribbean, but Yankee still, but individuals that move with, like, a moral and code of still representing their families, even though they they might be into other things that may get them in trouble and stuff or might dink the somewhat reputation that they have but for the most part it's about love really structure um as i said before uh it was like respective or or respectful ignorance in a weird way that's it could even be two things that could be together Mm. but um yeah so like um what you got, like, what you got going on with you right now, like, uh, music-wise? Because I know you're heavy in the music. <laughs> We're going to start jumping. We're going to start jumping everywhere. So, like, what, what you got going on with the music? Because I know what you got going on. I'll let the people know what's going on. Um, so, right now, I got a couple things in, in, in works. Um, but I do want to drop a, a, a single. I'm planning on dropping either... Probably the beginning of summer, if not in the middle of summer. And then I'm going to look into seeing if how I'm going to drop this project that I, I just started cooking up. So I'm just came out of left field, but it just feels right. And um, yeah, that's fun. Visuals for sure. That's strongly what I'm on this year is to, excuse me, not only release songs, but visuals as well, because that's a must. Mm. That's a big loss. Yeah, because like people, they need visuals now. Mm-hmm. And hence this, you know what I mean? So it's like the audio yeah. is cool with the podcast. So if people want to see like who I'm actually talking to or they want to see like mm-hmm. me or uh, people need visual stimulation. Uh, right. It's unfortunate, but that's just the way how life is at the moment. People just want to see things. And I think it's. Oh. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, no, you go, go, go. I'm done. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I think it's because 
and it's funny to say this, but it's because back in the day they were so good at painting pictures because they had no visuals like that, really, right? So then it became a time when visuals were there, but then it's in black and white. And then it became a time when the black and white turned to color. But then it also became where there would just be certain images only. So now we in this space where you hear a dude talk about something or hear a shorty talk about something and they from somewhere that you ain't never see, you ain't never, you probably feel like you won't be able to get there financially in this moment. But you could go on YouTube and look it up. You could go on Instagram and look it up. And I think that's what is a little part of why social media is so big is because you could just be in your living room, but then now you in Brazil looking at whatever they doing over there. And then you can hop back into your own neighborhood and see things from maybe a street you'll never go to or a hood you'll never go to. And then you can bounce around, go to this state, go to that state. Like even right now, like, which I thank you so much for people in Australia has heard my music. Like what? I ain't never mm. been there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never, right. the air, I don't know how the air is. I don't know what the food spot is. I don't know where to get the licks. At. I don't know who got the yaga woo, nothing. I don't know nothing about it, Yeah. but they heard my music. Yeah. They've heard my voice. They've heard my story. And again, I thank you for that. Because that's like part of the beauty of you going there is you you brought us with you over there. Like, yeah, and you know so. it's not just it's not just they heard it's not just Australia hearing your music. Your music's being heard everywhere else in the world. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. if you check your analytics on uh, Spotify or whatever, like you could see where your music's being played. Some of my no. music is being played in fucking Azerbaijan, like Azerbaijan, like fuck, I don't even know the name of the country, bro. But like yeah, <laughs> these but countries, remember the name of them. bro. God bless you know what I mean? Them. Like my music's <laughs> being played in Poland, and like it's crazy mm-hmm. the reach, the reach of the um the music through the technology that we have today. It's amazing, um, and especially with this, like the the access, the ease of access to um just be present all over the world from the comfort of your home. Right. It's amazing. Um, so like with the, with the technology, uh, what are the pros and cons with the technology? You could start with either. or. I think it's just like anything too much of anything is bad for you. Sometimes too much, uh, ingesting of all that imaging and, and, and Information could be an overload. Like, I used to see, like, little cartoons always had that little thing where they, little robots overload, overload, and they just, and head pop off. And that's kind of sometimes what could happen in a weird way, in a different type of way, but in that same, um, in that same notion, like, it's, it's too much sometimes. And it's addictive, and they know what they're doing, so they make it addictive for us to, you know, be on it a lot, but it's just always about knowing your limits, knowing your boundaries, knowing, knowing self and knowing when to tap in and t- not tap out, but tap in and time out mm. really. So, because again, to, to connect with people, that's the beauty of it. Mm. That is a strong beauty of it. And it's a necessary beauty, but also too, time away from it is also necessary as well. It's all about time management. It's crazy. Cause like a hundred years ago, uh, we wouldn't be able to do this. A hundred years ago, that's what like that's a that's a grandparent back, bro. You know what I mean? They didn't have this. No. If you was to go oh, back yeah. and tell somebody, tell one of your ancestors, like, yo, this about to be popping, they would they would fucking they'd be like, this is some alien shit. What you talking about? Yeah, you talking you talking wild. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's truly amazing the technology we have today. So like. How would you say it benefits you? How would you say technology benefits you in this day and age, like right now? The reach. A, a somewhat unlimited reach. Mm. And then it allows me also to learn a lot more, too, from other cultures as well. So, um, Cause I, I mean, YouTube is like a university, right? They always say YouTube university, like it really is like a college. Like, if you go in there looking for something that you need to look for information on, you're gonna find a, a lot of it. Mm. Not all of it might be true. Not all of it might be false. Not all of it might be helpful. Not 
A lot of it might be. It just depends on what you go in there for. So the reach for information is way more closer than it was previously. And um, for me personally, I like it. I just, again, I had to learn my own self, learning how to manage time away from it as well as being um, prosperous in reality. <laughs> Mm. Just balancing those two. Because a lot of people, including myself, I've got caught up. I admit that. I've got caught up with being on the gram too long. And just for no reason, I just fucking off time. And it's not not productive at all. Not at all. Like, you look up, you get on your phone, you pick up your phone, it's like 3 o'clock, you look up and it's 7. Like, what? Whoa. Mm. I just been here just laughing and scrolling. Nah. And you know TikTok is notorious. TikTok is notorious for that at the moment. It's like, and like people are just man. tuned in. You could spend hours and hours on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And then I'm glad I'm not even on TikTok like that. Like I, I know of it. I, I had the app, but I don't. Mm -mm. Yeah, I, I got, I had got rid of it. I'm not on TikTok. Yeah, yeah I'm not on TikTok anymore. Mm -hmm. I had to get rid of it. I seen it. I seen a, like people like really just and thumb just be working just. <laughs> I'm like, yo, like, huh? You shoot me, huh? <laughs> like, <laughs> the whole conversation, are you in? All right, cool. I guess I just bought my split for leave you alone. Then yeah. it's what it is. But oh, um, nah, yeah. It's just, again, time management is key. Mm. It's a really important key to have. Um, and it's funny because I learned that in college. I didn't go to a four-year school. I just went to two-year schools out here. Like, I went to college out here in San Antonio. Did Kingsborough for a year before I moved out here. But I learned how much that matters. Like, you, I, I equivalate that of being on social media to how I was in Kingsborough. I'd just be chilling in the cab. Hmm. My class, I'm in the cab. We're like, well, <laughs> what are we doing? We in the cab. Everybody. Ball team, track team. Uh, cheerleaders, anybody with anybody, we in the couch and go get a bagel and chill and parlay, and it's cool. Mm. And then you get them grades back, and it's like, oh, I'm wilding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bugging. Oh, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> with, like, um, so, yeah. Right now, we got this this AI thing jumping off, this AI mm. uh, artificial You're intelligence wrong. business. And I want to get your thoughts on that. Like, what do you think about this AI? Have you used it yet, or you what? What do you think the future is going to be for AI and for humans? I don't. To be honest, I've heard rumbles and stuff like that. I really don't that much dwell in it, honestly, because I don't know. <laughs> I think more people like me should should also let that be known. Like, I don't really know that much about like. The AI, so I, I, I don't really pay that much attention to it as of now. That's not to say in the next couple of days or weeks to come that I won't be more privy, but as of now, not that much. I know they had the AI rap or whatever, and then they got him out of here. I mean, put me on a little bit. <laughs> so they recently made a video. There's heaps of them. So they made a video with uh, one with Kendrick, one with Jay-Z, one with Kanye. And it's basically the AI is creating, like, someone's put into the AI system. I think it's a chat GPT-4. Um, mm. So write me some lyrics and then write it in Jay-Z style. And then they have an AI um, photo editor or video editor. So they edit Jay-Z's face or Kanye's face on just some, like, on my face or whatever, or your face. And the AI, you could use, like, like us talking right now, we could basically uh -huh. put like a filter on and it would be like a Jay-Z filter. So I could talk to you like Jay-Z. I sound exactly yeah. like Jay-Z. <laughs> and, you know, if you could edit this video to sound and look perfect, that could fool a lot of people. No, that's yeah. trippy. This. So then imagine like people, you could ask the AI to write music for you. You know what I mean? Like, at the stage, it's a bit, like, it's in its pong stages, so it'll come up with yeah. some bullshit and it'll be, like, repetitive. But I'm pretty yeah. sure there's some dudes out there that's, like, probably on TikTok or they probably, it's over for them. Like, they're not, they're not progressing. But when it first came out, 
they probably like skyrocket, got a little bit of um got a little bit of flack. Uh because you're asking this AI to write music for you. It's not coming from within you. And then you're no. creating you're not creating anything basically. No, it's like it's, it's just like yeah. it's yo, it's like and it's gonna sound stupid, but uh, to make it sound stupid, but it's like see through words. Mm-hmm. Like words hold weight. You understand? Know like words hold weight. Yeah. So if you got something that can't feel the aggression or can't feel the feelings in those words to be given out, then it's like it's see through words, it's empty words, it's light words. Like it don't they lightweight. They don't mean nothing. It's it's very there's no substance to it. It's no substance. It's no. It's no. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. It's just. Nah, that's out of there. It's a. T- it's, it's a template. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then with that's the with the um Mm-mm. with with schools now, kids are using the AI to like write paragraphs on certain topics and shit, like for essay, like essays, writing essays for. Them. So it's no, like you can't really press. Nah, it's dangerous. Like, to me, there's pros and cons, right? Like, I think the pros of it would be, like, this could be useful for doctors and stuff. Like, if they need to find certain information, they could find it on the go. It's like a world world, uh, conglomerate of just information that you could Uh get from, like, on the tip of your fingers. You know what I mean? So that'll be useful for them. Uh, It could be useful in a sense where... Um, I just while I you think, think about that, I right? Health wise, it'll be useful. Okay, but dangers of it is no one, like no one, people will lose themselves, like their art, that who they are. You know what I mean? Yo, because you know what happens? Where's the accountability? That's what I had. That's my question. Exactly. There's, there's, they're gonna be because already, like, and I deal with it with me working my job, right? Like, when you work on, when you work at a job, you know, you gotta deal with, you know, people you don't like, people you like, whatever. But you also gotta also know that you on a team. It's a team effort. Everything is squad mentality, right? Mm-hmm. So when somebody falls short on the squad, the squad gotta let, yeah, yo, what's up? Pick up, like, <laughs> this the, this the money. You can't mess up the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We get paid bi weekly. We get paid forty hours for every week. Nah. My little kid or my whoever in the nah, I don't need you slacking. Cause mm-hmm. you slacking bring my situation to a tilt now. And mm-hmm. that can't happen. So accountability is had in that moment to where somebody is held for their actions. If this is how it's gonna be maneuvering, then who's gonna be held for what you gonna say? Oh now the AI fucked up, my fault. What? Nah. That's right. <laughs> no. Right. So 100%. that's when, as I hear you say all of this, I'm just think that's the first thing that popped in my mind because, again, with my job, I hear people over dipping and finessing. I've done it in the past, of course, too. So I ain't, you know, holier than thou. I've finessed through some, you know, not claiming accountability for whatever happened. So yeah, that's nah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's scary, <laughs> it's scary times, man. It's like yeah. you know, some yeah. There's. I 100% agree with you, accountability. It's like, we could just blame shit on the AI. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, that, so, that, so, that, so, now, so, so, so now somebody could commit, you figure they? Mm-hmm. They could boom somebody and then be like, oh, no, I was the AI that did that. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. You getting a, you getting a, a, a car crash, now the AI was driving and wilding out. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. <laughs> like in these, it, you know, the plus of it right now too is like, it's easy for people to make money. You can yeah. just pop it in there. It's not gonna give you the the. It'll give you the sort of the rundown to give you the bullet points mm. of what could make mm. money, what you can do uh, to mm. help you out. So it's 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 fifty fifty, man. It could go either it way. It is. It could go either way. Um, Without technology, this wouldn't be possible. So that's a plus. But with technology, there's a lot of bullshit happening, you know? 
Uh, <laughs> it's also a fact. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's always trade-offs. It's, it's always it's trade-offs. A curse, always. Yeah. I believe everything happens for a reason, and there 100%. needs to be balance within everything that we do. Hundred percent. Yeah. I definitely that as well. All right. Let's jump to some music, man. Um, tell us. A, tell tell me tell tell the people a bit about how you started in the music. Cause you're you're a big music man, so let everybody know what's happening with the music. How you how you how you came about with the music? Um, so I had um homies like you that would always put me on to like the like the underground underground the stuff that I don't play in the radio. I grew up like everybody listening to the radio. Me and my sister know every song come on Hot ninety seven. It wasn't no Power one hundred five one at the time. It was mainly like we listen to Hot ninety seven, um, WBLS, um, um, Kiss FM. Like Disney, Disney was what ten fifty something like that. Ten fifty AM. Like listening to stuff like that. So and then of course just what my moms and my pops played in the crib. Mom Deuce, the crazy big Otis fan. Like that's. Otis and Luther, <laughs> like <laughs> tremendous play in the crib. Like uh Little Richie, um, um Isley Brothers, uh my pops is in the Nat King Cole. Uh, of course Mad Cuban music for sure. Uh, Los Von Von, that's his that's his man's in the that's the that's the homies. Mm. And then um but then also too, my pops he dibbled a little bit in rap. He didn't like, he wasn't like no big rapper. He couldn't tell you about like the history of it, but he liked who he liked. So Nas was played in the crib. Mm. I was a big fan of Nas. Pops salutes Nas. My pops also, uh, God rest the dead, DMX. Big fan of DMX. So, so I, had I had the Great, great Depression, Depression album from DMX, DMX in the crib and, and the Nas I Am album in the crib. Mm. So, so those are like my first two like hip hop albums to really listen to. I ain't really know a lot of what was going on, but I just listened to them. Because they cursed too, so I was like, oh, they cussing, oh, shit. Oh, my. Sounds real. So then it was, they just growing up like that, and then going outside, and when we was growing up, uh, junior high school was a lot, it was 50, it was G-Unit heavy. Like, so I was into G-Unit strong. I had the sneakers and everything. Then, um, and it shifted to, oh, yeah, it shifted to D-Block because of you. Cause then I started listening to like like Styles, Chic, Jada, and Dipset too. Cause of cause of uh, who we was around and, and stuff like that. So mm. like then it was also Wayne, of course, Strong, and I was just listening to all this music as life is going on. It is always like rapping the flows and. Doing my basketball drills, listening to that. So I always had like a, a thing for like just flows and wordplay and, and all that stuff. So then fast forward to like, nah, I can't even do that because my man from Morrow, my son Richie, my, uh, my childhood best friend for a long time. He uh, he was at Morrow and he had a school project and it was um, he had to make a song and. Um, he came to my crib. I had the computer, so he came to my crib, and he was like, oh, just, let's just record this real quick. I didn't know what he was doing, but it worked for some reason. And this song came out. It was a song called Flowers on the Bed. And I just had, like, a little little verse on it or whatever. He played at school. Like, yo, hey, you like the song? Da, 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 da. Yo, I got an A on the project. So I go crazy about it. And then I was like, okay, I'll play basketball. Like, I don't care about that. It's cool, but I, I'm just ball. Ball's my life. This is what I do. This, everybody knows me knows now. Nah, he's trying to go to the league. Leave him alone. Like, he's cool. That's on me. Whatever. Want to go to basketball? Huh. <laughs> like, so, and that's another reason why I love you and everybody else who most wanted so much because y'all even, when y'all was like really on that, like, Nah, Lee Black, yeah, Black Dots the homie. Yeah, you gonna come through with us if can, but nah, he, that the ball, he, he, he doing that. So it was really that was my focus. Then I moved out to San Antonio. So not to say fast forward. I moved to San Antonio. I had my cousin that was always making music, but I wasn't really into it like that. My cousin Damo. 
um, Jack of all trades. He make music. Mm. And um, I just go to the studio with him. I just be smoking, chilling while they doing the tunes or whatever. And I was like, yo, this is all right. So then, again, I go back to Texas. I just come up and chill. I'm in Brooklyn for a little bit. Then I go back to Texas every time. But every time I go over to Brooklyn, I just be with him in the two some days. It was just, oh, this is cool. And then basketball started slipping out of my life as far as me taking it seriously because once my uh, my parents had got split, so once they split up, um, I just started focusing on like, I gotta get bread now. Like, I love basketball, but it's not doing what I wanted it to do for me and <laughs> for life. <laughs> I got real responsibilities that to be had, so. I just was on YouTube one day and I was looking at Wayne's um, doing the Carter Three, but he was like overseas touring it at the same time and all that stuff. And I was like, "Yo, that's, that look fun." <laughs> that's what they do after. So I just didn't record it. Just go everywhere. Okay, this is fun. This is basketball to me. This is get to go to different cities, drop buckets, <laughs> chill with the people, and then. Next city. Okay. All right, I like this. All right, cool. I like seeing new places. That was one of the main things that fueled me with basketball, too, was the fact that, you know what, I right, cool. Especially when I moved to Texas, it's like, oh, everybody go overseas. All right, cool. So just get the passport. Buy teams overseas. All right. I want to do that maybe one day. But, again, so I see Wayne doing that with with, uh, with music. I'm like, oh, that look fun. Then I watched a, a Jeezy documentary. And I'm listening to Jeezy talk about his life, and I'm a big fan of his music already, but I'm like, whoa, like, stories be, I'm not saying we all the same story, but it, the the blueprint kind of, is kind of the same. It's like, grow up, have fun in childhood, or have a childhood, or if you're blessed to have a childhood, real life happen, make decisions, live with those decisions, learn from those decisions, and keep on going until you until you're about to hit type thing. So I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, I like how like how even the 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 way it was formatted in a documentary. I'm like, wow, that's that look cool too. That's another side of music that I'm like, okay, maybe it's not just rapping on beats and saying whatever. Like it's a lot more to it. So then I start really diving into like the history and everything like that, of course. And I had another home I have a homie too, um my son Ricky's older brother Prem. He was doing music heavy. And at the time, like I said, I wasn't rapping or nothing, but I used to like play around with virtual DJ. It was a program, a DJ program. And I would just be playing around throwing different acapellas on different instrumentals and doing that. So I kind of learned the tempo doing that, not knowingly, I just like to do it. And I kind of learned like how to find a pocket and stuff like that through that. And then like I was living out here again. And one day I was just bored outside of uh, work. And I just started writing in my, uh, it was my iPhone, like, three or four. Start writing in a notepad. Just writing, just writing, just writing. I'm like, oh, this is tough. I should lay this down. I had no spot yet. Then my man's out here, my son, True, he had a spot. So I would just go over there, we chill. They do the music thing and all like that. And I just, one day I just laid down a song. It's like, oh, yo, bro, you should. And he was always saying it too, like, yo, you should do this music shit. Like, you got a voice for it. You should do it. Boy, you tell stories all the time, bro. Da, 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 da. You should do it. Like, all right, whatever. So I laid that song. It was cool little, cool little thing we did. And then, <laughs> and then I laid that. Oh, matter of fact, the song I'm talking about is the song you heard. And that's when you and Sade hit me. And he was like, yo, it was over that uh, 4 a.m. beat. 4 a.m. Yeah. Um, Black Cobain. And I put it on Hot New Hip Hop at the yeah. time. Yeah, I remember and that. And you was like, <laughs> And you hit me, you like, yo, bro. And I was like, what's up? What's going on? Anything all right? Yo, you do music now? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, I just put that out. Nah, this is heat, black. This is fine. I'm like, whoa. And at that time, we were always talking Uvo. Mm. So that's when I got on the chat with you and Sade that night. And y'all was like, yo, like, da 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 And I'm like, oh. That shit, so I'm that good. Shit was fire, bro. Okay, <laughs> like you under because my whole thing is I want to be understood. Mm. I feel like that's everybody's thing, right? That mm. everybody wants to be understood. Mm -hmm. Everybody in the world. So, but I want to know that my words actually 
resonate correctly because I'm an overthinker sometimes, mm. a lot of times. So I might put too much words in or say too much, and it I didn't need to say that much. But to know that in that moment, like, oh, wait, everything I said was understood. Okay, this is fun now. And I always had a thing for poetry, honestly, since I was a kid, always, like, like doing poetry and stuff like that. Mm. Like, so... And it's because of the all the artsy schools like my eleven and stuff I went to as a as in junior high school, mad artsy, still pan OD Caribbean type vibe. So like that also too, like all these things played a, a part in me wanting to finally make music. And then um, yo, really after that I heard the when I heard the beat for the rain, that's when it was like, whoa! And it was on a day where it was everything was ugly, like just. Flat tire thing. Uh, didn't go to want to go to work. Just stressed out. Ain't had no bud. Funds running low. This car stressing me. Just got the maximum. Why is doing this to me? I don't know that much about cars yet. Uh, pops and mom do some shenanigans. Oh, like how my sister got to adapt out here is bothering me. Like, cause this is just, it was a day with things was just getting to me. And I heard that beat and I was like, what? No. <laughs> yeah, the beat just fits just... so perfect with what you were saying on it too. Man, thank you. For y'all though, for y'all though, if y'all don't uh, for the people that's listening, um he made this song. He, well, he made an album and it's on the album. Uh it's called um The Arrival. Uh it's on all platforms, on all music platforms. Uh he created this song called The Rain. And I highly mm. recommend you go listen to the whole album actually because it's up, no, it's a perfect body of work. Um, yeah, just no. just go and listen to it. Uh, the arrival by Hefe Pioneer. Listen to that album and tell me that shit is not fire. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> he made a song called "The Rain" and that was one of my favorite songs. Uh, Thank you. He went heavy on that one. The sound of it, the cadence, the words to the beat, like everything was just synchronized. Everything was on point. And um, yeah, I just got to say that was one of my favorite songs, bro. And yeah, you you, <laughs> you killed that shit. You put that shit in the coffin, bro. <laughs> that, 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 that shit was bodied. You bodied it. And like yeah. most of the songs, like, not most of the songs, all of the songs on there, bro. Like from the start to finish. It's an entire story. It's an entire encapsulation of what you have went through in that little space in your life. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's so much information in it. It was amazing, bro. It still is to this day. I still blast that shit, bro. 100%. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for, for like. I think uh, the timing on it was like, it, it, like, to me, is a classic album, and it's so relevant to today as well. It's not mm. just like something that is relevant to a, a certain time. Nah, it's still relevant today. Like you listen to it today, and you'll be like, "Yo." So it's like I don't know if you have like this. Like the world needs to hear it. The world <laughs> needs to hear it. So I like I'm asking all the people that's actually watching this right now and listening to the podcast i appreciate y'all for doing that but y'all need to go and listen to this album and just spread the word on this album because it's super super this, this dude is super talented um thank you bro yeah man wise thank I'll, you i'll say it again the arrival by Hefe pioneer go and blast that shit yeah. and let me know what y'all think let him know what y'all think you know nah, for sure good or bad i i, I take all i take it all yeah, oh, the feedback, the listens is appreciated, and again, thank you, bro, for for uh, it. It made itself. To be honest with you, I think that was just um, again with, with with me having somewhat of a a background with listening to albums fully, and then like understanding like okay, it's a and then just with with writing in school, like I like to like writing was my that's easy for me. So like understanding like how it has to have an intro, a middle, an end, uh, has to have a thesis statement, 
such and such an opening statement and then the and then down at the bottom has to have the conclusion like gotta have the main characters and the supporting details all that stuff like i just like to write so even like making that album was like i just want to make a body of work and at that time in music that's what it was you had to have a body of work it wasn't just singles only you had to have a single if you wanted to but you had really had to have a strong body of work even mixtapes were becoming albums like so i was watching a lot of like what currency was doing and nipsey was doing and wiz was doing and i'm just like okay that's how i gotta do it and like at that time i was watching the odb documentary that's how he ended up as the intro to it because and I was just like, nah, he wilding. Like, cause they always portrayed him as some ignorant dude, but he really was wild, crazy, intelligent, like smart. And like, I won't say I I see myself in him, but things he would do, like how he just be spazzing and talking out wild and stuff, like that's that was kind of me in transit in it, to a degree. Like, so I was just like, nah, he talking some wild, truthful, like some just off the wall truth. And I just felt like it fit perfect. But everything else from that song, like I said, it just happened organically. Like, mm. but, but thank you again. <laughs> and then also, also too, thank you for letting me be a part of your project as well, bro. Yeah, like, man. Yeah. Like, like, I love, I love music, man. Um, it's one of my, it's one of my favorite things uh, to do, uh, whether it be producing or listening to it. I do have a really good ear for music. Um mm. Sure, I, I, could, sure. <laughs> I could be an A&R sure. if I wanted to. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, pretty much. I, mean, I, I can say that yes because I'm here. Yeah, for sure. I sort of am, yeah. you know, because you put me on to. Yeah, um, the people that I work with, um, they're crazy talented, man. And if I, I don't mean to sound like a, like an asshole, but like if I don't think you sound good on something, I'm gonna let you know and. You know, it's constructive criticism. It's like if you can't take that, <laughs> not nah, true. It's if you can't take that information and then, you know, really ask yourself like, "Damn, this don't sound good," and not be ignorant to like, "Oh, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this guy." Uh, I sound good on it. Like, really, really, like if you put yourself outside of like outside, like put yourself inside the listener's shoe, and then really listen yeah. to it. And then, you know, ask yourself, like, oh, okay. And you learn so much. Because everybody that I work with, they're super talented. Uh, they have a crazy story. Uh, a lot of y'all, like, even with Mark, did a song with Mark. Like, when I first met Mark. Yeah. Shout um, out to Mark. Yeah, we did, we did some music together. And I thought he was super talented, you know, um, with his music production as well, too. Like, making the beats and stuff. Um mm. And he just has this melody to the music that he makes, and it sounds dope to me. It's a very, uh, it's a, it's a cool sound. Melodic. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a melodic very sound. Melodic sound. Yeah. But it's like, it's not melodic and copying anybody. It's him. That's right. And it works, mm-hmm. and it's a unique melodic sound. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, I tell people that as it is. I'm truthful with people. If I don't like something how it sounds, I'll let you know. But if you come to me with the energy like, oh, nah, fuck you, okay. I, I know <laughs> I know, I have an ear for music, so. And yeah, I, it I'm, is what it is. Like, I'm, and, at a, and, I'm at a stage where I just love everyone at this at the moment, bro. Like, I ain't got no hate in me, but I'm going to keep it real with you. I'm going to keep it real yeah. with motherfuckers. Like, if you shit, I'll tell you. Personally speaking for myself, it's appreciated. And it um, it's necessary. Thank you. It's necessary because, bro, not everybody going to like it. And people need to be aware of that. Like, not everybody going to like what you're doing. If everybody if everybody like what you're doing, you're not doing what you think you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're not. At all. Because if... Nah, that's just... That's full, that's full Gaga shit. Because I want to um, clarify, like, what I mean by that, too. It's like... Just because I don't like something, like you said, doesn't mean someone else might like it. Correct. But it's like, if you're working with me, yeah, if you're working with me, I know the sound that I'm looking for, and I know the sound that the other person could produce. So, like, take it constructively and take that advice on board, you know what I mean? 
because I have the ear for it. I, I might sound mad cocky right now, but it's true. Like, I have an ear for music. So it's like... And you like what you like. I think that's, yeah. that, that's everybody. You like what you like. Like, for, for, for instance, right? Like, Australian hip-hop, for instance. Mm-hmm. I don't really like it, but there is some okay. people who does Australian hip-hop and I'm really mm-hmm. into it. I'm digging it because the words that they're, like, the story that they're, um, they're telling. Yeah. I'll put one per. I'll name drop one person. His name is Eschatology. I've worked with him okay. uh, in the past, and mm. he is a excellent artist. Like his wordplay, his story, uh, his beat selection. Okay. Like it sounds like Australian hip hop, but it just it 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 sings true to me. You know what I mean? It's it sounds mm. very authentic. So, yeah. Shout outs to Eschatology. Um, He's a dope art, a dope artist, man. Uh, but majority of the Australian hip hop, I don't listen to it because it just—it's either about drugs, beating bitches, um, just negative shit, you know. And the thing is, like, sometimes people put this mask on, saying that you know, yet they're dealing with uh, mental struggles and they're dealing with mental stuff, and which. I can't really speak on because I I don't know if they are or if they're not. But the content, the content of the music, they they're using that as like a scapegoat to reach to people, and they're not actually going through it. So it's like they're falsifying how they feel within the music and within themselves. And I don't like that yeah. stuff. But the people who are actually going through it, and you know, projecting that out there to the people, and the people could actually feel that, then. That's if you're authentic, that's that that works for me. And there's a few, there's there's like probably ten people I can name call right now that are really good um, Australian rappers. Even though people might not like it, I like it because their story rings true to me. Right. Yeah. I shout think outs, that's shout out to um, shout out to Sam Paul, shout out to Sam Paul as well. Yeah, this dude, um, he like his sound is different as hell. But his story and the way how he puts, like, it's just his wordplay. His wordplay, his storytelling is, like, dope to me. And his brother as well. His brother is a dope-ass rapper. So, yeah, shout-outs to those guys, man. It's, I think that's just, it's hip-hop. It, it, it got to feel, like, got to feel authentic. If it don't, then it's going to feel like a big part of it is missing. Cause even back in the day when they was rapping, they was talking about what was going on. So it was something that bothered them that they felt the need that needed some attention on it to be changed. Mm. So it was authentic message in it, regardless. I think that when the money gets involved, it's different though for some people, for some artists. Mm-hmm. Cause then you got dudes like who I always like to talk about my son currency. I want to work with him one day, like. That would be a, that's a buckingless feature I have, and and he keeps it authentic in his music, and it resonates with a lot of us that listen to him. Styles is of course the one you put me onto from the town that was doing that at the time. I mean, everybody was doing it at the time, but I liked how Styles delivered his message, mm. and it was like it wasn't all just about rah rah rah. It was about rah rah rah, but you know this is the result if you go rah rah. <laughs> and like also too like just more of a schooling like how old you supposed to um that's even what 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 Nas is to me that's what Jay became to me cuz I didn't listen to Jay growing up like that I listened to Jay when I moved to Texas mm-hmm. I didn't really listen uh I listened to Rockefeller music that came on of course especially playing boy you hear everywhere but my personal choice of music wasn't wasn't that at the time. Mm. But once I learned to like really decipher lyrics and decode lyrics and really start to learn wordplay and stuff like that, I'm like, oh, entourages and everything. It's like, okay. Mm. And then just with being out here, just shifted to like hearing a whole bunch. Like when I first came out here, everybody was listening to a lot of Zero. So then I'm listening to him and I'm like, oh, his storytelling is wild. And he told me wild shit. Then it was, um, then I just did my homework and saw this in there like Scarface and um, UGK for surely. 
But Bun B, I already had been put on to because I'm a Wale fan. So mm. I heard mad Bun B growing up already. Well, before I came out here, let me not say growing up, but before I came out here, I was already listening to Bun B and stuff like that. So, but nah, again, this is about being authentic. Yeah, 100%. the message is heard better and received better, and that's the one when you go, oh yo, you gotta hear this, so you know, put you onto or something. It's because it was authentic. What's one What's one message that you would give to yourself? Uh, ten like ten years ago, what message would you give to yourself if you could talk? If you could tell, give give yourself one message, what would it be? You got to stay focused. Mm. You got it. You have what it takes to do it, but just stay focused. But I feel like I let a lot of things in life get to me that shouldn't have gotten to me. And it derailed me from my focus. And I had to Thank God I ain't never do no jail time, nothing like that. But I, I still had to learn a, a different way. I feel like that's not the only way you can learn. Mm-hmm. Even though, unfortunately, a lot of our brothers and sisters do learn that way. It was more so just me just being damn broke and not able to do nothing and no cell phone and just from living back in Brooklyn and coming back to Texas. And it was like, start again. And it was like kind of discouraging at some point. So I was just curving shit. Like anything is not I won't dwell. And it was in that I was like, yo, like I had to fight myself out of that. You helped me with that. So thank you. For real, for real. Like no problem, that bro. power you had with me that day, that was real. Like you don't understand how that I was at a real like I ain't care about no music. I ain't care about it. Well, I was just like I, I just gotta get money. Fuck everything else. Like, but you really like <laughs> grabbed me up, like yo. Yo, boy, shut up. Look, this is what you do this, and you're nice, and nigga, your music is good. <laughs> mm. It resonates. Like, you bugging. Like, and even, like, how you even, like, because you've been the cameraman forever, okay? Mm. Everybody that listens to this and everybody that continues to listen to your part should know that. You've always been the tech dude forever. <laughs> you had the phones that on flip this way, that way, and take pictures <laughs> and all type of shit. So you've always been that dude with the technology stuff. And ironically, you go to transit tech, right? So, <laughs> so like, but you always capture the moment that we've had out and about, whether it was in Jersey, whether it was in Queens, whether it was in wherever, leaving out of school, in school, whatever, you always captured a moment. So then we was like, yo, like, bro, you always had that phone. Like, you don't even know. You was, you was practicing before you even did that. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Subconscious, Yeah. And, and, bro, that drive back to the crib after that talk was like, it was like part of the beginning of me, like, trying to remind myself, like, yo, I, like, so what if, if so what if it ain't like this? So what if it don't look like that? So what if you don't got this? So what if you don't got that? You got you and you got who love you. So do it for that, if anything. And however it goes, it's supposed to go. You got a bad habit with comparing, and it's just from playing ball so much. You like, I. He's over there at this tournament. I was breaking this down the other day to one of the homies. He's like how I was like thinking at that time. He's over there at this tournament. He played at this time. He played for this team with this coach. So that means that he might get this look. So I got to do that or something close to that. Hmm. That's how you No. Because he did that that way. But huh, Michael Jordan got cut his freshman year from the basketball team. Came back 10th grade and now everybody wears sneakers to this day. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody's path is different to greatness. It's not, you know? Yeah. It's not sort so, of it, like people who try and imitate someone so much to the point where it's like they could probably find success uh, 
it's very rare that you hear about the people that's imitating others to to get their success. It is possible, wow, but at the end of the day, being true to yourself and being authentic and going through your own adversities mm-hmm. will create this beautiful person within mm-hmm. you and like within everything that you do. You know what 100%. I mean? Adversities, it, adversities, it fucking it creates greatness, man. Hundred percent. Yeah. Builds character. Yeah, it, gives, it gives the character the, the story, story to live out. Mm-hmm. So without that, if you curbing that, then you ain't gonna have no story. Then you wasting your purpose. Hundred percent. Hundred percent, man. Yeah, yeah, man. And with the like, yeah. When I first heard your music, I was like, dude, this like to me, bro. You are already. You already made it. Like you don't understand. You, you. you've already. You're already solidified in my books as. One of the greatest, that's, one of the greatest yeah. musicians of my time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that, that's crazy. And you got to keep it going because you know this, the story that you're telling. It's not just for you because other people can relate to your story. You know, um, yeah, man, you already successful in my eyes, and I hope you continue to do that for real, for real. Don't stop for nobody. Don't stop for nothing. Just mm-hmm. keep doing what you got to do, bro. For real. That means a lot. Thank you, bro. Love yeah, you, bro. Man. That means a lot. For real, for real, geez. So who's your let's go. Let's let's do this. Let's let's drop it. Who's your top five, bro? Rappers of all times. Let's go. All time. All time. Oh let's go. All time. I'm gonna give you my top five. Okay, go ahead, go I'm gonna wait for you to tell me your top five first. <laughs> Biggie, yeah, Nas. I'm gonna get in trouble, bro, because I'm just, I don't know. Biggie, Nas, Jay. I ain't gonna do that. It gotta be Jay. Biggie, Nas, Jay. Nipsey, Currency. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with the top five. There's nothing wrong with the top five. I don't think people nah. should people should never debate you about your top five because that's people that you listen to Wait. and people that I gotta go ten. I gotta go ten. I gotta go nah, to ten. I nah, can't nah. give it a five. Not five. That's the five. So you said you said Biggie, Nas, uh, Currency, J. No, Biggie Nas J. Biggie Nas J. Currently. Yo, I mean, wait, wait, wait. Biggie Nas J slash J Cole. I gotta throw Cole in there. <laughs> I just throw Cole in So I said, hold up. Nah, I gotta, I gotta be five. Gotta, I gotta yeah, be five. nah, I can't do that to Cole. You gotta be five, bro. Huh? So you, you gotta be five. So you put Cole in there. Yo, it's gonna sound crazy, right? All right, all right, all right. All right. I'll make it easier for you. What's the yeah. top 10? Give me your top 10. Huh? Top 10. My dog, my dog, my left titty, yes, sir. All right, so Nas, mm-hmm. I mean, big Nas, big Nas, Jay, Jay, Nip, Nip, Currency, yeah. Cole, yeah, Lauren, yeah, where I'm at, seven, eight, seven, yeah. Jada. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wayne, I'm bugging. I was just about to say. <laughs> uh, Ross. Ross gotta be there. Okay. Ross gotta be in my top ten. Yeah. All right, cool. Shout out to Rose Uh top ten. So it's definitely Pac. Uh, yeah, greatest of greatest greatest uh, greatest artist of all time. Yeah, greatest artist of all time, man. Because yeah. he was he was basically uh, diverse. Because he could talk about some hood shit and then he could talk about some good shit. He had that perfect mm-hmm. balance. Um, yeah, he was in all lanes yeah. at the same time. He went through mm-hmm. adversities and he just didn't give a fuck about what anybody thought. 
and he he persevered and he did what he had to do. Man did movies, music, whatever. You know what I mean? Obviously from New York. Yeah. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. he yeah, born and raised in New York. <laughs> then he moved out to the West. That's how it is. Yeah, but nah, nah, yeah. yeah so I mean, he, that's my Pac reason. is a beautiful person because he's from everywhere. Fuck that's it. right. He's from everywhere. That's right. And he, he represented for his people, you know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. eventually represented for the whole world. He wanted change. So that's mm-hmm. why I always, I had to put the explanation there because people was like, oh, yeah, Pac's the, the best rapper. Why? Why Why was that? Oh, because, you know, yeah. I'm telling you why. Um, he Respect. was very influential. And... Oh. Um, he paved the way for a lot of a lot of other rappers, you know, for, for a sure. lot of our greats. Um, number two, I'm not gonna explain everybody, but number two, no, no, but um, that 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 was that was necessary, yeah. and, I, and I appreciate that. Number and those two. that is impossible will as well. Yeah, so. number two is big for sure because mm-hmm. it's just the Brooklyn way. Um, this on. man, this man represented for Brooklyn, and he he posed a threat. To every artist out there, and he he made everybody get on their shit to be better. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. And then between, uh, you know, uh, Pac and and um, and Big together, they they was just like everybody was looking at him like, "Yo, what the fuck's happening right now? We gotta, nah, we gotta get our shit together." Shit. You know what I mean. <laughs> made a shift yeah man crazy so like mm-hmm. yeah that little battle between them that sparked so many minds to do to do so much better um yeah. and then i got jay um then we got kendrick and i was waiting to hear where you got dot at i know that's your boy um, i was waiting to hear where he put that we got styles p at five mm-hmm. we got jay mm-hmm. to kiss Mm. Um, and we got Wayne. Wayne for sure. Um, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we at eight right now. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Um, you said Pac. So Pac, Big, J, J, Styles, Jada, Jada. Wayne. Wayne. Who's the other Wayne? Uh, after Wayne was, wait, Kendrick was in in one of them. So he. No, was, I'm bugging. I'm bugging. I'm bugging. I'm bugging. Yeah. Pac, Big, J, Dot. Then it was Styles. Then Styles. Jada. Jada. Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, you got seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. Um. Then we got. Damn. Yeah. I'd say Cole. <laughs> um, shit, man. <laughs> it's getting dicey for the last two. Um, now you got three. But you, you, so you count Cole? Yeah, Cole. Um, okay, so Cole, yeah, you got two. <sighs> Damn, bro. <laughs> Real. Ooh, this last two, damn, last two, shit, man. Cause there's so many, <sighs> rock him. Ooh, the guy. Yeah, the guy rock him. Um, Ooh. well, he's like fucking probably before Jay, so he's like top three. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. And then I'm gonna say. Busta man, Busta Bus. Oh, yeah, Busta Bus. Yeah. Yo, you know why you did that? Cause you from Flatbush. I don't care what you chat about. You from Flatbush. You know you is. Yeah. You know and the I, I know he's I do that. Cause nah, that's the that's the man. Listen, bro. Can I story time real quick or not? It's quiet. Nah, go for it, bro. Yo, man. Shout out to Busta. Never met him, but seen him. Yeah, bro. It was one day we left out of transit, so it was like it was. We was in tenth grade. Came home from school on a block. Everybody like, yo, yo, bust outside, yo, bust outside. Like, 
Y'all not talking about what you got talking about, right? Like that. I'm in the park shooting around. At the time, I had a brown mongoose. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I, it's brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it works like said, you heard? Mm-hmm. So I remember my brown mongoose. I, I pull up to the park. I'm shooting around Trey Park. Uh, uh, letting, whatever. I'm just gonna do yo bust on bust on Troy bust on Troy. I'm like, what? Yo, you on Troy? Have yo, you on? What y'all talking about? That's why I hop up on nobody in town got a sidekick three. Mm. <laughs> Go up over there. Ah. It's me and my man D Wade. And I'm like, see the flip mode van. Ran flip mode van. It's on the <laughs> side. I said, whoa. I go over. I see some light skinned short dude in the corner. Playing game. I ain't gonna say what game you're playing because you know <laughs> mm. they're playing game in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> On the side, they're playing game, they're playing game. I'm like, why do I look like I'm like that is split, right? Oh shit, that's split star. So if that split started, oh shit. Hey, look this man, bro. I don't know how tall he is really. But at the time, for me, the man looked like he was seven foot tall, bro. <laughs> it's just a tall yeah. dude a with long dreads. Because this is right before he cut his dreads. Mm. He was rock, about to drop that album to where he cut the dreads off and, and got the dreads in his hand. It was right before that. It was in October. I, mm. Bro, God strike me. Down from line, it was in October. Because I know that for a fact. Because the album came out and I was like, oh, shoot, he cut his dreads. So, boom, he still had his dreads at this time. Mm. Oh, I, he pulled up. I, he, I guess he had family in the hood. Mm. Matter of fact, I knew I went to school when his family, he was a homie. Actually, in a funny, funny-ass weird scenario, he's the one that kind of made basketball me, like, be interested in basketball is Buster's extended family that lived in the hood. Much mm. my bro. He, um, he's a hooper, too. Played at Nazareth and all that. Real hooper. Nazareth High School. So he, he's the one that he's always bring a ball to. When we was in elementary, he always bring the basketball Whatever. I'm like, oh, shit. That's dope. Fast forward, like I said, so Buster in the hood. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? This Buster. I was like, my pops listen to this nigga. He come on the radio. My pops, he be laughing when he hear Buster. <laughs> all that, all that. Like, <laughs> like, and at the time, because again, like, we would take drives to go see my grandmother, Garressa. Oh. Uh, well, uh, she would. She was in a nursing home in the Bronx. Mm. So we would always be driving in my pops. Um, he had a, he had a ninety. He has because he gave it to me. Now God bless it. Thank you. He uh he has a ninety nineteen seventy six BM mm. BMW old school Cubano type vibe yellow. <laughs> Yaddy yaddy, you figure that? <laughs> so we always busting flex to go to go see grandma. At the nursing home, so we always listen to radio, like I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. So at the time, Buster's Touches song was heavy on the way. He would just, my pops would be bunning his it. bogey and mm-hmm. bopping his head to it. And we all in the car, me and my sis rapping it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So again, so to see him in person, I was like, yo. Oh, and I'm just looking at him like this live, and I'm like, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's just, he uh, cracking jokes, whatever type shit. Mm. So yeah, so I'm kind of I I appreciate you bringing up Boston because I should have just offered that. But yeah, man, because his body that last work, album was hard. Yeah, uh, that uh, extinction was Man, listen, yeah. his 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 body of work is fucking unmatched. It's untouched. It's untouched. Man, videos is un- he got bro like he's like top five ever mm. in video. Yeah, top man. five ever. He he all genres. He worked with all everyone genres. too, bro. You know? All genres. Yeah. Bro, I remember it was a, it was on like cause I had a regular TV growing up. I ain't had no cable. Mm. So I see cable when I go to your crib. Mm. So boom. <laughs> I, I had like the it was like a video channel, it was like channel twenty one or some shit like that. Mm. And they played it, they played a vi- oh no, nah, it was channel twenty one, it was it was uh, channel thirty five or some wild shit like that. 
call in in, in 27 too. You call in, request a video, they throw the shit on there. The first music video I ever saw in my life in my own crib was What's Your Fantasy? Ludacris. Mm. I was like, what the fuck is this? This shit's crazy. Oh my God. Then, then later on, in, I would see um, Buster with Janet Jackson. <laughs> When I tell you that video, I was like, I was like, what the fuck? Turning the water? What are they doing? What the fuck? <laughs> Splash, he in a marching band? What the fuck is this? And, boy, he's splashing down his virginity. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. He was everywhere, like, bro. Nah, his videos, man. Him and Missy was wildin'. Yeah, Missy, Missy, she she a goat too. But she's she a goat too. Yo, Missy, that, yo, that video, oh my god, that's a fly video, but that scene always makes me crazy. She she's spitting boy in my for bath. Spit it up. But nah, she but again, yeah. goat. She fly. She top five too as well. Facts, man. I don't I don't never do that. I'm never gonna do the whole what's the top five in the videos. Who's there? No, just, I'll just say who in it. I don't know who the order is. Yeah. But them two for sure. Yeah, very creative. And I very, very too. fucking creative people. Mm-hmm. Um, we're an hour in. Um, I want to get to this little bit here. Uh, inspirational words. Words of words of words to inspire uh, for people that are going through tough times at the moment what would your advice be to them or what would be your motivational quote? What would be your message to them? Everybody's going to hurt you. You just got to find the ones worth suffering for. Robert Nesta Marley. Hmm. That's dope. And forgive me if I, quote the, if I quote it wrong, if I missed any words, but from the most part, I believe that's how the quote goes. Everybody's gonna hurt you. You just have to find the ones worth suffering for. Hmm. That's real. That's real. Mm-hmm. Um, bro, we can talk for hours and hours. Um, but I think we'll 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 uh, we'll call it there. Uh Okay. Bro, it was an honor to have you on the show for, you oh, know, man. my first international MC show. Come on, um, man. Thank you, bro. It's an honor to be on here. I appreciate you, bro. Um, your journey has been uh, a tumultuous one, but also a beautiful one. You have that balance. You found the balance. And I hope you continue to do that, bro. You are an inspiration to me, and you had have a big impact in my life. And I appreciate you, bro. 100%. Thank you. Bro. I love you more, my G. For real, for real. Thank you, bro. Yeah, and again, thank you for having me on the platform. No, one hundred, bro. Um, so I got your your um your link there. Hefe uh, Pioneer on Instagram. Is there any other links or any plugs or anything that you're promoting at the moment? Uh, nah. I mean, just stay tuned. Hefe Pioneer Instagram. Hefe Pioneer Twitter. Um, on all um DSPs. Hefe Pioneer. Um, yeah, nah, just stay tuned. Philosophy, you heard? Yes, <laughs> stay tuned. All right, brother. It was a blessing having you, bro. And um, yeah, just continue on your journey. We're going to talk soon. Facts. Love. All right, people. Catch you in the next episode. Peace. <laughs>